start it? You just did. Oh, I did? Wow, we're rolling? We are. Alright. Hello, and welcome. How are you, Jack? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm Austin, and... I knew that. And I'm Jack. I, yeah, I, Jack. I, I thought you I, I thought said you your name, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, this is off to a, a rip-roaring good start today. Rip-roaring. Welcome back to the Tangent Podcast. It's good to be with you. Isn't that a flavor of Capri Sun? Rip, rip roaring or something? Roaring, roaring, roaring waters roaring, or something? Yeah, something like that. Let's see. Roaring waters, yeah. Yeah. I had a Capri Sun the other day. I was very disappointed. Dude, yeah, it was not nearly, not nearly as good as, as good I remember now. it being. Do you remember the, uh, my thing was Kool-Aid Jammers? Is dude. that the thing you'd have to tear the top <sighs> off of? No, maybe not Kool-Aid Jammers, whatever those were called. Yeah. I think Kool-Aid Jammers were the Capri Sun of the, Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you know what I saw the other day? What'd you hey, see the other day? This is freaking disgusting. I saw this meme on iFunny where somebody soaked pickles in Kool-Aid. I saw that one! Do you see the actual product that Great Value makes called Tropicals? No. It is pickles that are fruit punch flavored. You're kidding. And I thought it was a joke because it was on a comment. It is a real thing. You're, a real product. That's disgusting. Fruit punch flavored pickles. Did you try it? No, I did not. You should try it. I would. I like life. And oh. so... Wow. Eating a red pickle just doesn't sound right red to me. Red pickle. Like the blue one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tropicals. Let us know what you guys think of those. Try them out. Um, oh, well, I get it. Traw pickle. Yes. I get it. Traw pickle. That took me a long time. Wow. <laughs> Jack's moving a little slow today. Maybe because he's eating some Cheesecake Factory. That's true. I am, actually. We, uh, we found some... Cheesecake Factory Belgian Chocolate Cheesecake at our local Logan Outlet store today. Well, I'm pretty sure that's the only Logan Outlet. Mm-hmm. It's called Logan Outlet. That's not bad. That is not bad. That's pretty good. Kind of weird I have to chew it. I know. Kind of a weird texture. Yeah. But, I think it'll pair nicely with our drink of the day. I don't think it will at all. What are we drinking today? Uh, we are drinking more freaking bang, dude. Bang. We're, this is our last bang. We're out of bang. Finally. Potent brain and body fuel. <laughs> Star Blast flavored. It's red, white, and blue. Uh, you know, it's got all the all the fixings to be American. What do you think the flavor is going to be? Probably like, like a blue raspberry type thing. That's what I'm hoping for. Fruit punch, maybe? Yeah. Let's try it out. One of these is really flat, and one of them is actually Here, 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 here. Actually try a carbonated one. Well, I'll try the flat one, then we'll switch. And you'll try well, the How flat about we just do half and half? Okay. That works. Ooh, you like the sound of That's that? That's a good pour. That was a classic, classic That could be pour. in a commercial. Do you have another cup in here? Well, no, I was just going to give you the can. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's try this out. All right, let's do it. Whoa. What flavor is that? I don't know. It's good though. I like it. That's not bad. That's it's one of their the, better the ones. The best bang we've had so far. Shut your mouth. <laughs> this is the best beverage that is made by the company Bang that we have had so far. That is true. It's clear. I was not expecting clear. It tastes. Tastes almost citrusy to me. Yeah, no, there's definitely citrus in it. Like a 
Is there a berry? Hmm. <laughs> what? I just thought of the episode of The Office when they have the dinner party at Michael's house and he tries the wine and he's like trying to describe it and he says that it has an oaky afterbirth. Afterbirth. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Does it say what the flavor is? The flavor is Star Blast, and they, that may mean it's supposed to be starfruit flavored, mm. or maybe it's just a catchy name. Either way, it looks like a slightly diet version of some random, random hubba bubba or bubblicious gum from the 80s. What? I, can't, I get where they're getting that, though. I can get that taste. It's, mm. vi- it's sweet in the fake sugar way, but not gross. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't. That is one flavor of bang I might get again. I was a little worried because it's not an actual flavor, like so Star Blast. Th- this, this website, campusprotein.com, claims it to be a red starburst. Hmm. I'm getting hints of it, but it's definitely not only that. There's something else that's way more powerful. And starfruit is believable. Yeah. I mean, it's good. What would you rate it out of 10? Um, seven, six point eight. I was thinking a seven out of ten. We'll give it a solid seventy percent. That's a solid C. What's up with that cheesecake, though? Something weird about it. Mm-hmm. Texture. All right, let's keep moving. All right. Um, today we've got an encounter for you. Of course we do. We always do. Well, yeah. Sorry, I just kicked the table. Please Quit excuse that loud noise. Today's encounter is brought to you by Shameless Obsession. And Shameless Obsession, their uh, encounter that they like to share with us today, they promptly titled Possible Ghost Woman in My Kitchen. Ooh. So, ghost women are freaky. So let's uh, let's get right into this. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. This happened last week and it is freaking me out. I am a 23-year-old female. I live in a three-bedroom apartment with two male roommates. I woke up that night and went to the kitchen to get a drink. As I walked into our kitchen, right there, sitting at our table, was a woman with black hair in what looked like pajamas sitting at the table, staring out the window above the sink. I wanted to scream, but nothing came out. I wanted to run, but I was frozen in fear. It felt like an hour but was likely just seconds that I stood there. When the woman turned her head, her face was completely normal, like an everyday woman, but her eye gave off such a sense of dread. The worst feeling washed over me as I looked into this woman's eyes. It wasn't until she looked away that did I move. I screamed and ran and got one of my roommates, but when we got back, the woman was gone. At first, you think some crazy woman broke in, but I live in a fourth-story apartment, which has a doorman and requires a pass key to even enter the lobby, so breaking in would not have been easy. And that feeling I had when I looked at her, it was so dark and depressing. Like, for those few seconds, I no longer knew what, what happiness was. You know what this might be? It's been a week and I have not seen her since, but I'm still freaking out. That's terrifying. Ah. So she just looked at it like it didn't do anything to no, her, though? No, it just apparently was looking out the window, 
and then it turned and looked at her. She ran away. Well, no, and then it looked away, and only then was she able to run because she said she was frozen in fear and she couldn't scream. But then once it looked away, she ran and got a roommate, came back, it was gone. So it didn't do anything, it didn't say anything. It was just chilling. Just sat there. Or as Menacingly. the kids, it was just as the kids say. What do they say? Um, vibing. It was vibing. <laughs> is that is that what how they use it? I yeah, use, I think I used that wrong. I don't know. Okay. It was was it was it having a vibe check? What does was that it, mean? Was it checking its vibe? What does that mean? I don't know. I hear the kids say that today. I guess. Sure. Yeah. It was vibe checking. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, uh, it was chilling. We'll say it, it was, was straight chilling. chilling. It yeah. was straight. It was straight not having a good time. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe it was having a good time. Yeah, she but, the the shameless obsession was straight up not having a good time. No, absolutely not. I, I, that is scary, know. man. That is freaky, especially on a fourth floor. Does it say what time of day it was? Uh, it was the middle of the night. Well, oh, that's even worse. It just says I woke up that night and went to the kitchen to get a drink. Seriously, imagine. And I'm sure it was probably, like, dark in the house. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the lights are off, you know. Even if it wasn't a ghost, like, just someone in your house is scary. Even if you know them, it's still scary. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If I were to walk out in my house in the middle of the night and you were just chilling at my kitchen table, I would flip my crap, man. (laughs) Heck, if I came downstairs and my roommate was just chilling there, I'd still freak out because I'm not expecting him to be there. But there's someone there. That is, that is scary. So... Yeah, I don't know. I I got no explanations for that. Yeah, ghosts, man. What are you ghosts. gonna do? Some people's ghosts. Some people's ghosts. Um. Uh, either way, let us know if you survive. Um. Well, I mean, it's been over. A, it's been a week, and they haven't heard anything since. So I'm glad about that. Good. Um. If it does happen again, I recommend a uh, priest. Or. Something like that. I don't know. Some holy water. Maybe it's nice. Have you tried just talking with it? <laughs> just sit down. Have a conversation. Try and get to know how the ghost is feeling. Yeah. Maybe they're sad because everyone they come in contact with just tries to run away. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently the old woman's eyes gave off uh, depression. Hmm. Yes. Well, she said as soon as she looked into her eyes, she felt uh, sadness. This, this, This is what got me. And she said, quote, like for those few seconds, I no, no longer knew what happiness was. Oh, that's intense. Yeah. Good, good description. That is, that that's is, amazing. That is a good description. Wow. That is, uh, But yeah, that's, that's gotta be terrifying. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that shameless obsession. We appreciate it. Anyone else that, are you going to try the flat one? I'm trying the flat one. Whoa. Dude, that's good. Is it pretty good? It's like a it's like a fruit juice. It tastes like juice. Did you drink that whole thing? It was half of it. <laughs> I was thirsty. I just had chocolate cake. <laughs> Dude, I knew it. I knew exactly how that was gonna end up. Thanks when for you the started. warning. Jack just tried to pour bang from one can to another can and got it all over his mouse pad Shut and up. potentially his chocolate cake that was incredible hey that might be good jack if i would have told you you would have never learned 
You would have no, never learned. you can learn from people talking. You don't have to learn from fail. You're... I don't know. There was this guy on campus the other day that was trying to help me with a project. And he purposefully made me mess up on the project like four times because he claims that you'll only learn if you fail. And that's how you learn. I was like, no, just teach me how to do it. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever Yeah, learned. I was like, let me fail on my own if I'm going to fail. But don't teach me how to fail. Like, it was it was weird. Yeah. Well, it was weird. Anyway, um, send in your uh, paranormal encounters. Yep. Um and we would like, I mean, we want to hear it. Everyone else wants to hear them too. We're running a little bit low, so we need a lot of you to start sending them in. Um, and we will get to them, I promise, no matter what. And Austin will not make fun of you anymore. That, I will not. That I'm, I promise. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I'm not meaning to make fun. I just... I, I have, apparently that happened like 10 episodes ago. Yeah, or I so. apologize to anyone who feel like I made fun of them. I, not my intention. No, we're not making fun. Uh, we just try to make this lighthearted and, you know, fun to listen to. So yep. we completely understand everyone's terrifying encounters. And, uh, well, well I, can't, I can't make fun of anyone because I am crazy as well. Right, yeah, I forgot about that. You're legit insane. Yeah, I, am, I am legit insane, man. Our, so. our um, episode, I don't even remember what it's called, Storytime Austin is Crazy, is still our most listened episode out of any episode, yep. which I find insane. By a huge margin, too. Yeah. Let's see. About <clears throat> double than the next highest one, which is kind of nuts. I don't know what you guys like about Austin being <laughs> insane, but um, yeah, thanks for those listens. While we're on the topic of our listeners and their experiences, we better shout out one of our top fans, Haley, she made us some some dope swag. For is that what you're calling it? Some dope a swag. Dope af. Dope af swag. Some this this drip right here. What does that even mean? My drip. I don't I'm know. younger than you, and I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I'm. I'm liking the dope swag she made for us. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. It's yeah. a shirt. Just say a shirt. This shirt is just positively dripping with swag. Oh my gosh, I hate you so much. <laughs> Haley, thank you for making shirts yes, for thank us. You. With our with our podcast logo on yeah. there. It's so nice. She even wrapped it on social media. We appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you throwing our name out there. And thank you so much for the shirts. That was a really nice gesture. Everyone follow in her footsteps, send us free stuff and share yep. with friends. Also, donate to the Do Fund. That works too. Because we like to uh, try these beverages out on our show and support your friends here at Tangent Podcast. Did you try the flat one? Yeah, it's good. It's not it bad. It just tastes like yeah, it tastes like a good juice. It tastes exactly like something, and I can't figure yeah, out. Yeah, the same, dude. I've been thinking. It kind of tastes time. like the White Monster a little bit. Oh, you're right, dude. It tastes like the White it Monster. It totally does. It's like a smoother version of that. Hmm. Well, okay, moving on. Checkmate. Uh, today, we got an interesting one. We, this is this has long been a favorite subject of mine. Dude, same. Dear I've always heart. wanted to talk about this. This is like when I thought of doing a podcast on urban legends and mysterious stuff. Like, this is the one that comes to your mind. The Bermuda Triangle. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Bermuda Triangle is crazy it is crazy it's in triangular form 
similar, but not to be confused with the Alaska Triangle, which we covered on episode two, I believe. Episode yes. two of the podcast. And there's also another one. Did you know that? Isn't there one in the Pacific? There's one in the yeah. Pacific. It's called the Devil Sea. That's right. That one's that one's. Crazy so we might have too. to talk on that one too. I yeah. didn't actually look into it, but I just knew that I while researching this, there was yeah. a it mentioned the Devil Sea, which is over by I want it's it, over by Japan, isn't it? It's by between Japan and Mainland the, China, right? Or no, it's, no, it's, it's lower west, than that, or it's east of Japan, right? But kind of. How I don't I just remember look it up? exactly where it's at. But this is our second installment in our series on natural triangles and their anomalies. Okay, so the Devil's Sea... It goes from the Philippines to Japan to another island in there. So, yeah, between there. Um, but that's, that's another episode. As for the Bermuda Triangle, it obviously... One point of the triangle is in Bermuda... Another goes to Miami, and the last goes to Puerto Rico. 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 Fun fact, did you see the origin of why it's a triangle? No. Just some dude, that some magazine writer, just said it was the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah, it was like in the, back in like the 50s, wasn't it? So, um, I mean, ships went missing there and whatnot, and he was writing an article on it, and he just, himself, just decided to call it the Bermuda Triangle, even though there was like no triangle or anything set before and that's how it came to be i thought that was interesting there's no actual real explanation between between what what was i trying to say (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man what were you trying to say i don't know but it's a triangle it is a triangle the the ultimate in geometric figures it did it really is it looks awesome it's the strongest right the most anyway. versatile. Let's uh, let's get started on this. So, so here's here's my thing. I until like studying this out did not. I thought the Bermuda Triangle was like a really remote place where no one ever went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of like, gives off that vibe, right? It is one of the most traveled places in the world for like shipping and things like that right because everyone goes to the gulf of mexico in that area and the only way through is well the best way through is through the bermuda triangle so like shipping exports and imports like almost all of them go through the bermuda triangle right so it's it's heavily trafficked which is not really told that often it makes you think that no one ever goes there because you disappear no it's there's always a ton of things there yeah. See, Gosh, I always. Dang it. <laughs> we have one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. Every episode, something happens where one of our phones goes off, or we make a weird noise on our computer, or you kick a table. Yeah, I kick a table. I kick or a table fart. every episode. No one's found the fart yet, by the way. No. No. <laughs> What did you promise if they found the fart? Um, one of two things. They could either be on the show with us and talk about something specific, or two, they could name the segment. I forgot that that was a thing. They could name the segment, that the, the close encounter thing. It warms my heart. People are out there looking for my fart. Well, clearly not, but... That's funny. 
Okay, well, yeah, sorry, back to the Bermuda Triangle. I didn't realize it was so trafficked. But then again, I also didn't realize it was so big. It's like 500,000 square miles. It's huge. It's gigantic, which is why... See, the crazy thing about the Bermuda Triangle is that statistically, like, there aren't any more ships or planes that go down in the area compared to other places, or in fact, there's less that go down there. But there's a lot more famous ones because most of the time, none of the wreckage, like, there's no sign of anything that goes disappeared there. So, yeah. Um, you you want to start us off with the first known report of the Bermuda Triangle is? The Flight 19? No, before that. Is that... Um, Good old Christopher? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me... Yeah. Christopher Columbus... Otherwise known by his Spanish name, Cristobel Colón. Nobody, nobody knows that. Yes, they do. Nobody. I know that. I didn't. Um, so Christopher Columbus knew what he had to do. Crisscrossed, crisscrossed the ocean in 1492. Holy crap. In 1492. I want to punch you so much right now. <laughs> did, did you get that reference there? Get that reference? Crisscross. Did you did you not sing that song in fifth grade? No, I didn't sing that it's like, song. Christopher, Christopher Columbus <laughs> knew what he had to do. Crisscross, crisscross the ocean in fourteen hundred and ninety-two. In fourteen ninety-two. No, never. No? Okay. I've never heard that. Thank goodness. Oh, wow, you are missing out, my friend. All I learned was he crossed the ocean blue in fourteen ninety-two. <laughs> There was another song we sang. So we did this program. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. We did this program in fifth grade that was all about, like, America. And so that was, like, the first thing because Christopher Columbus supposedly discovered America. Mm -hmm. So then we also did one on the Titanic, and it was supposed to be this sad song. But as fifth graders, we sing it with such energy and gusto. So it's like, oh, it was sad, so sad, oh, it was sad, it was sad. And then it's like, husbands and wives and children lost their lives. But we sing it, like, so happily because we didn't understand, like, the seriousness of it at the time. And That wasn't even an American thing. I know, it was a British thing. Yeah. What, why are you singing about the... I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Anyway. Uh, getting back to the Bermuda Triangle. So our friend Christopher Columbus... He, uh, supposedly when he was in the Bermuda Triangle, his compasses started going all haywire. And he didn't know why. And then he looked in the sky. And this is part of his journals. This is, like, documented. He saw, was it three fireballs in the sky? I don't know how many. I know there was multiple yeah, fireballs. Yeah, at least three fireballs in the sky. And, like, these craft in the sky that were these crazy fireballs. And... Yeah, he described them as fireballs in the sky, which yeah. is kind of crazy and his whole crew saw him too it was like something that like halted everything going on on the ship and they all looked up and saw these crazy craft and then they flew away and yeah so that's like the first one of the first documented experiences in the bermuda triangle so compasses going haywire and then big giant fireballs in the sky right and those are both weird um but so, but what makes this Bermuda Triangle, I think what the biggest story on it is, is uh, it's called Flight 19. And this is actually just, a, what was it, the Air Force or what? Some military. Navy. Navy. I don't know. One of the branches of the military. I have it pulled up here. What can I see? Naval. Yep. So, in 
Uh, this was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on December 5th of 1945. So uh, there were five Avenger torpedo bombers took off from there. And um, this is a, is a training. And it was pretty standard, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they like, did this pretty often. Well, they were all trained pilots already. They were just doing a routine check. Yeah. Just like, like, make sure everything worked right. And know, they knew how to do everything. They could communicate yeah. to each other. Kind of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and it's like this, a bombing run training, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So this route training. would go from Fort Lauderdale over to another island. Crap. I can't remember the name of oh, it. Oh, there was like a... Um, I remember it. It was like the chicken and the hen shoals or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Hens and Chicken Shoals. Very close. Um, And then after that, they'd turn north and go to the Grand Bahama Island, and then they'd uh, turn southwest to go back to Fort Lauderdale. So they're flying in a triangle. They'd go go east, then north, then southwest back down. Um, Wait, they were flying in a triangle? Yeah. Like the Bermuda Triangle. Illuminati confirmed. Yes. Anyway, so what happened? So it was, they were all students, except for one, I think. Um, Well, I mean, they were students. They had recently graduated um, flight school or whatever. Um, And one was a supervisor, like one of the teachers or whatever. And there were five planes. I think I already said that, but there were five. Um, And as soon as they left at 2.10 p.m., and it proceeded smoothly, um, and they actually ran flight 18 earlier that day, and everything went fine. Um, and then you know this happens. Uh, the let's see, what was his name? Lieutenant Taylor. Um, Lieutenant Taylor. He was the the supervisor in charge, basically. Um, him and his pilots they went over the hens and chicken shoals at about 2:30 p.m. They dropped their practice bombs without incident. Shortly after the patrol. They turned north for their second leg of its journey. Um, But something strange happened here. Uh, For reasons that are still unclear, Taylor became convinced that his Avengers compass was malfunctioning and that his plane had been flying in the wrong direction. So he was just certain that his um, compasses weren't working and that they had been flying in the wrong direction for some time. Um, and they have uh, record logs of them, you know, talking to each other. So that's how they know this stuff. But So they've been flying in the wrong direction. Uh, the wind started blowing. Uh, then there was rain, gusts of wind, and heavy cloud cover. Flight 19 became uh, disoriented. And um, many times they recorded saying, quote, I don't know where we are. Um, and we must have gotten lost and things like that. Uh, so, and then another Navy flight instructor, his name was Lieutenant Cox, was, uh, near the Florida coast, and when he first overheard the patrol radio communications, he immediately informed all air station of the situation and contacted the Avengers to ask if they needed assistance. Both of my compasses are out, and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Taylor's, uh, was what Taylor said, um... But he sounded apparently very anxious. He said, I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys. I don't know how far I am. You, you, get, you got anything weird about that? 
Did you catch that? You, you didn't say, catch that. Say that again. Sorry. I'm I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the keys, but I don't know how far down. The land is broken? N- no. He says he's in the Florida Keys. He would be able to see Florida, obviously, if he were in the Florida Keys. Right, but... and Florida Keys is in the complete opposite direction of their flight. Right. Florida Keys would be um, west of Fort Lauderdale, and they took off and then went east immediately. So why does he think he's in the Keys? His compass got messed up. Yeah, it did. So apparently he he's absolutely certain that they are now in the Florida Keys, which I don't know how they would have managed that. They started going east, and then all of a sudden started going west, went over Fort Lauderdale, and are now in the Keys. With Yeah, like, you you would know. Right. And this guy, he's a seasoned flight instructor. Like, yeah. he knows his stuff. So. Weird. It's very weird. Wait, did it? Sorry, did it say that his compasses were like going weird on him? Yeah. Or, he okay. said both of my compasses are out. So he was just going off of his own field and for what direction he was going and right. things like that. Right. I mean, I guess if you're in the air, there's like that thing where they say if you put a human in a field and tell them to like walk in a certain direction, they're going to like go offline because their own like sense will tell them which way they're going and it, like. I don't remember exactly what they say, but they'll say, like, you go in a circle or whatever. Oh, so I'm right. wondering if when you're in the air, if you don't have any bearings, like land or anything, same thing happens. You get super disoriented, and you can get yourself turned around real easily. But if you're going over Florida, you would see Florida. Right, right. Like, unless He said he's over land, but it's broken. Yeah. That's why he thought he was in the Keys, because they're, like, land, water, land, water, land, right. water kind of thing. But, I mean, either he's confused, or, man, they went literally hundreds of miles off course. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what else could it have been? Like, Cuba, or the Bahamas, like... Yeah, or... Something like that. This, uh... What was it called? Hens and Chicken? Hens and Chicken Shoals. So, that's a little weird. Um, moving on. So, when something like this happens... Pilots uh, lost, you know, over the Atlantic. There are they are instructed to point their planes towards the setting sun and fly west towards the mainland. So, I mean, it makes sense if you get lost, you sunsets to the west, and you're in the you know the Atlantic Ocean. You're gonna go west until you you know see land. So that's what they're supposed to do. Well. Again, Taylor was so convinced that he was in the Gulf of Mexico, he told everyone to fly west. So they flew against the setting sun. Or whatever. And um, and then he was hoping to fly in the Florida Peninsula. But obviously that did not happen. Some of his pilots seemed to have recognized he was making a mistake. And they had a bunch of people over the radio saying, if we would just fly west, we could get home. And at that point, why wouldn't you just break away? Right. If you know, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. But, regardless, um, actually after a while, he was persuaded to turn around and head west. So they actually did start heading west. But then... After a little while, he changed his mind again, 
and started heading east again because he didn't think they would try. They went far enough. I don't know. This guy seems like he he must be freaking out or something. But uh, then he told his uh, planes to everyone in the planes to. Uh, he said, we'll have to ditch unless landfall. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. So basically he said, once someone starts losing fuel, we're all going to go down and try to land soft on the water right next to each other and hope, you know, someone else or some rescue helicopter comes, gets us, whatever. Um, and then he told everyone to, you know, brace. Then the last radio communications were then replaced by an eerie buzz of static. Never to be heard from again. So, what the heck happened? Aliens. 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 No, it's weird that they like they got off course so many times that they don't even know what direction they're going. But like, it's weird to me that they, if they think they're so close to the Florida Keys or something, that they aren't able to tell their like get their bearings from other land masses but that to me shows they're probably not at the florida keys they're way offline i don't know it must be there i mean i'm sure some of them are freaking out and it's probably keeping them from you know thinking straight right but man how do you all all five planes of trained pilots like yeah how do you all so and without a trace right like they never found anything vanished They've never found any of the planes or bodies from that um, crew. And that's what makes the Bermuda Triangle so famous in comparison with other places is that, like, usually there's not a trace. Like, there's another case of... Sorry, were you done with that one? Yeah, no, go ahead. So there's another case of the biggest ship in the U.S. Navy, the USS Cyclops. Have you heard of this yes, one? That yes. went missing? In 1918, um, it was the biggest ship at the time, and they were carrying uh, manganese, which is a metal used in... Weren't they carrying like 10,000 tons of it? Yeah, it's tons and tons is what it says. Yeah, they had like a huge cargo ship. I was was told it was 10,000 tons. The biggest ship in the Navy. So making like munitions with it, making guns, it's also in kryptonite. So there's that. (laughs) Kryptonite's real? Kryptonite's real. No, that's just what they say. Is it's in kryptonite? Is okay. kryptonite real? No, no, no. I didn't know if it was a real thing it's adapted to Superman. To Superman, but maybe it was real, and they just took it in Superman, and then I don't know. But manganese is made it used in steel making. So there was a ship. They went to Brazil, loaded up with all this metal, and then we're going to Barbados to like resupply, and then go back home to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last message that was ever sent from the ship was just weather fair all well and then there was a nine day journey between barbados and baltimore and something just went wrong they don't know what happened yeah there were no sos calls from the ship um no one was ever seen or heard from again and it the ship just vanished like they no, never found it the largest found... ship in the navy yeah, they never found it like the largest cargo ship or whatever yeah and there was a magazine the santa fe magazine that was like trying to explain it and they're like usually you'll find like a life preserver or like a bottle or a cork or something something like, that floated up yeah like a wooden bucket something but they said she so the magazine said she just disappeared as though some gigantic monster of the sea had grabbed her men and all and sent her into the depths of the ocean 
and the suddenness of her destruction is amplified by the absence of any wireless calls for help being picked up by any ship along the route. So this goes along with, like, no trace. Yeah, and what's weird about that is I remember reading that they had a new fancy radio system mm-hmm. at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, and so they were, like, expecting distress calls or anything, SOS, anything. Nothing. Not a single nothing. thing. And there, it says there were other ships in the area that could have received a distress call. Right. But, like, within Never range, did. but nothing. So what happens to a ship that it happens so fast that you can't make a distress call? Right. Even, like, hurricanes. You'll see it coming. You'll get on the radio, tell somebody, even like while you're in it. I'm sure you could, you know, get off a distress call or something. Nothing. There, I mean, there was no recorded storms that day. They said the weather was fair. Right. So what happened? Yeah, I, I mean, it's crazy. Like, you see this with all those cases, too. Like, the one that you said about Flight 19, the communications were lost. And here, no communication. So, right. obviously, something's causing either the communications not to work or shutting oh, down. I forgot to mention on flight 19. There was a there was actually another plane um just north at I don't remember where. It was like Miami or something. That was also a naval plane that was planning on doing a test run of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um they sent it off and then immediately they were like, "Oh, these five planes went missing." So they just turned and started going to search and rescue basically that plane also disappeared 20 minutes after being sent off oh dang 20 minutes after liftoff to go find these five planes gone no communications no wreckage no nothing dang dude and then there's this cyclops is that what was that what it's called yeah the, the cyclops. cyclops so this so um yeah the cyclops is crazy so the captain of the ship was known, his name was George Wardley. Um, he was known for being, like, re- he was a drunk and, like, unsuitable to steer ship. But he was also very, like, strict with his men and was all about, like, there's no there's no bad luck. There's only, like, human error and human judgment that makes mistakes and things like that. So he was all about his men, like, being really well-trained. And he himself was really well-trained. He was just a drunk um some people say that there was a mutiny against him and they like took over the ship or whatever um but then again like you would think that the people who caused the mutiny would return or there would be something heard from them but nothing like or you'd find any piece of this 300 foot what was it 400 300 foot ship yeah probably what happened yeah, so I guess mutiny could keep you from doing a distress call if everyone was involved in it except for the captain or yeah, whatever. But then again, if you figure the mutiny was successful, at some point they would make some kind of call or show up somewhere, you know? <laughs> like, show yeah. up somewhere, nothing. So, yeah, there's tons of, like, hundreds of ships have gone missing here within the past century. Hundreds of ships and planes, so boats and planes, and people just gone. So... Let's go into some of the causes and like what we think could be, you know, going on down there. So one of the more interesting ones that I found was um, about, it's called Bimini Road, which is directly related to the lost city of Atlantis. That's what people say, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people think and theorize that Atlantis could be 
within the Bermuda Triangle. And this is supported, I guess, by this thing called Bimini Road, which is uh, this structure of rocks that have been, like, perfectly laid out. So, like, in... yeah, go to, like, Europe and, like, one of those smaller town-type um, places, like, I don't know, Scotland or something like that. It Like, those rock roads. Cobblestone streets. Yeah, cobblestone, yeah. that's the word, yeah. It looks exactly like that. Yeah, I mean, you can look this up. Bimini Road is a real thing. You can look it up online. And people think that these Bimini Roads are directly connected to Atlantis and were the streets of Atlantis. And if you look it up on Google, there's just pictures of these very neatly laid rocks that are in the formation of a road or a wall. And these, um, in some cases, pyramids as well. And scientists are theorizing that there's no way that these could have just naturally come to lay in that position. Like, they would have been put there by they man said, or quote, by some deliberately stacked right deliberately stacked so a lot of people think that atlantis is in this area and atlantis in that kind of history of atlantis the power they relied on power from really powerful crystals and that's where they got their energy from so one of the theories of why the bermuda triangle or like the things that happen there is that all these energy crystals are giving off this crazy energy or what they say are death rays that are, first of all, affecting the navigations and communications of the ships in the area, and then, you know, basically blasting these ships and causing them to go under, like, just destroy I've them. also heard that it could, like, cause um, you to go, like, kind of nuts, which, you know, mess with your mind kind of thing. Basically, mm-hmm. you can't think straight. Right. Which is, you know, what a lot of people say happened to those, some of those pilots and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, and there's some interesting, like, yeah, let's see. What are the pyramids called? I I don't remember for sure what the pyramids are called. Let's but, see. So um, there's that cobblestone-looking road. Yeah, Bimini Road. Bimini Road, thank you. Um, but there's also, like, these, like, pyramid-looking things. I don't remember the exact name. But... I don't know. But, like, I mean, we'll find pictures and we'll post them. But, dang, there's some weird stuff. Like, you can't build stuff this far deep. And, so, I don't know. Could be... Oh, here it is. It's hard to tell. The sunken city. So, it's like a crystal pyramid, right? Like... It looks like... This is the one I saw. They sent like a... I can't see it. Gosh dang it. Just one. Okay, yeah, that's... Yeah. So they sent down like one of those like ocean rovers or whatever. And they got pictures of that. I can't tell how big they are. Well, it looks like there's like... They say there's sphinxes there too, apparently. So oh, really? pyramids and sphinxes. Um, and there's like walls and alleyways looking thing like it's, it's crazy human construction oh yeah no they're it or alien or alien construction yes well that's one of the other theories of the disappear like disappearances as ufos and things like that and well ufos could be you know anything pyramids could be giant sphinxes yep they're also giant sphinxes apparently yeah a lot of people theorize there's like an underwater alien base in the area Ooh. Which could be Atlantis, you know, like 
Atlantis could have been an ancient alien civilization as well. So these are definitely some of the more far out there theories and definitely right. paranormal. Um, sorry, what were you? Do you have anything else about the pyramids? Nope, I'm looking up sphinxes now. Yeah. Seeing if they have any pictures of that, because I am interested. Dude, the real sphinxes are crazy, too, because they say they're, like, thousands of years older than the pyramids themselves in Egypt. Oh, that's neat. And uh, they've done scans and found that there's, like, huge chambers underneath the sphinxes as well. So, sphinxes are interesting. Um. Oh, my goodness. What is that? Raven Echo. Hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, we'll post some pictures, but they're crazy-looking things like definitely man-made or you know life form intelligently yeah. designed and created and I, how far deep are these dude does it say wasn't it fifty thousand? not fifty thousand. is the ocean that deep i have no idea let's see pyramids and sphinxes bigger than egypt's bimini road depth is 5.5 meters or 18 feet wait that's, that's it? not that deep dude wait really that's the road. Um, hmm. What? No, there's no way. Bimini. Oh, apparently there's an island called Bimini. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so. That's some of the crazier theories. Atlantis, these energy beams and things like that. Now going back to some of the more, I guess, plausible theories. Um, one of the first ones is that in that specific area uh there's tons of methane gas that's like brought up to the surface of the ocean caused by underwater landslides or whale farts potentially whale farts (laughs) and that methane gas if it comes up like from a big landslide or something and a ton of it is released at one time that it can come up to the surface and basically changes the density and buoyancy of the water so the water density is lowered and any ship that's in the lower density water would just basically plummet to the bottom like a like a rock so that is like an explained natural phenomena that could potentially do that to a ship they also say that if that methane was released into the air and came and it's extremely flammable like extremely what's the word i'm looking for like extremely explosive basically combustible Combustible. yeah thank you yep extremely combustible so a plane potentially flying over if that were to like react with the plane then it could make the plane explode Mm -hmm. and so that's definitely a natural plausible solution but my thought is that if a bunch of methane, like, what kind of terrible luck do you have to have to just hit a patch of methane and sink to the bottom of the ocean? Like, yeah, that, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I mean, I guess it's explained, but to me, it doesn't seem likely. And the fact that there have been hundreds of these disappearances in the area, I don't think that that's happening to every single one of those crafts disappearing. But that's just my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... I don't know. There's nothing we do know about this. Right. I mean, another, I guess, natural... Have you heard of the rogue waves in the area? No. So this is like the solution that I heard. Both the, I guess, the methane and the rogue waves could be what you're talking about. Like something super quick 
that would like maybe potentially not allow you to call it a distress call because if you're getting mm-hmm. hit by a methane cloud and exploding in your plane or if your boat just suddenly right. sinks to the bottom like you're not gonna have time um and then a rogue wave basically what that is when storms from like the like atlantic pacific all these like different oceans will uh have these storms at the same time and then send all these waves and they'll crash together and create what's called a rogue wave which is just like an instantaneous huge hmm. huge wave that'll just like destroy anything in its path so it's like super quick because all these waves are just coming together crashing creates a gigantic wave that can topple anything in its path so that's another plausible theory um i don't know if that would if that would hit a plane that's super (laughs) high in the air but boats for sure um and could potentially where did the boat go that's where i want to know right right Right, and scientists will say, well, it's a huge area, so, like, we don't find anything because it's such a big area. No, you would find something. Like, all these other big areas in the world, like, the world's huge, but we find crashes in other places, too. Like, I mean, that was a huge boat, and it had so much stuff on it, and so many people. Yeah. And we have found nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, what's your thoughts? Like, what do you think is the most plausible like cause of these because there's no trace with any of them that's the weird thing well because there's no trace i think the reason for that is because is the gulf current which do you know what the gulf current is i've like i don't know so the gulf current comes from let me make sure i'm getting this right but the gulf current comes from the gulf of mexico the gulf stream sorry i was saying that wrong gulf stream uh it comes from the gulf of mexico goes around Florida and kind of up the coast. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's just an incredibly strong current. Um, so my guess is when something crashes, it sinks, hits this current, and just goes bye-bye to the middle of the, the ocean. And, I mean, I mean, we find things in the middle of the ocean all the time, but the thing is we're not mm-hmm. looking there. We're looking where they crashed. Right. But then, you know, it's gone from that area. So I'm thinking that's why we never find anything. That's the most reasonable explanation for me. Because mm. it goes right through the Bermuda Triangle. Right. But I'm trying to see if I can find, like, a speed or something on it. But I, I don't see anything. Oh, there we go. I mean, even still, though, we find stuff all the time. And you would think that even if you found something a thousand miles away... Oh, wow. Never mind. This is not as fast as I was expecting. It is 100 kilometers wide, uh-huh. 62 miles wide, um, and 800 meters deep, or... This is the current? Yes, uh, or 2,600 feet deep. But the speed, which is says, quote, fastest near the surface with a maximum speed of about 5.6 miles per hour. Hmm. So I feel like when we send out search and rescue, you know, within the hour of the crash, 5.6 miles per hour, we'd still see something. I'm sure they plan on currents, you know, pushing things away a little bit. Well, helicopters and planes can go way faster than that, so... Right. You'd think they'd be able to... So, never mind. I thought it was like 50 miles an hour for some reason. Mm. So, never mind, throw that away. Well, I mean, it's possible because if it's getting sucked under, like an undercurrent, because it's a deep current, 
So if mm. it's getting sucked under and being carried away, then you wouldn't yeah. see it. It can go up to 4,000 feet deep, it says. But then my other thing is, things getting sucked under and getting carried out by this current, even if it were to end up 2,000 miles away in the middle of the ocean, you think would, that you'd be able to identify it eventually it show or, up, eventually, yeah. somewhere on some shore. Fun, funny thing, some dude, I don't remember who, when, what, where, anywhere, anything, but someone found five remnants of five bomb bomber planes um and like obviously everyone's like oh it's fly 19 we found it the serial numbers on the side none of them matched really yeah what are the odds of that yeah like finding five bombers maybe the navy uh did that on purpose though screwed up the serial numbers or something well, I think the Navy's the ones that came out and said, no, these are different ones, mm. kind of thing. The serial numbers aren't the same. That's weird, man. Like, the chances of that to me seem incredibly slim. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of tons of different theories, and a lot of them are crazy. Tons of them are natural that have been seen and, like, observed that could be the causes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's just one thing. That's causing all this no, stuff to go down. No, it I think can't it's be. just like the perfect storm of weird physical anomalies. Because again, like what causes the compasses to go haywire in that area? You know, a lot of right. people say that compasses in the Bermuda Triangle will point to true north rather than magnetic north. But why? Yeah, why? I don't know. Uh, they say that it sits perfectly along certain ley lines and energy lines of the Earth to where it sounds pretty paranormal to me. Yeah, go. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that, like, the pyramids are along certain ley lines of the Earth, you know, and they're, like, lined up perfectly with constellations and with north and different things. And So, I mean, maybe it's just an area. I, I personally think it's just an area that has the perfect storm of weird location that causes all these physical anomalies that make it seem like a bunch of weird crap is going on there. So perfect storm but then again like a lot of weird crap has gone down so who oh, knows? so yeah. much <clears throat> another big story is um did you ever read about the star ariel and star tiger Mm-mm. there was two planes they were sister planes i don't know what that means they're the same kind of plane but I, I don't know um they took the same route like a year apart from each other and they both disappear to the exact same spot in the Bermuda Triangle. Dang. Like, it, like in the same time. And it was just like... like, I don't get it. How can something disappear without a trace? And then we never see it again. Right. I mean, when was the last disappearance in the area? Let's find out. Because in our day today, I could see 50, 100 years ago... You know, the early part of the century, first three quarters of this century, losing things because technology, technology and good. things. But now with technology, like, if somebody had a phone, that phone would be pinging all the time, you know, mm-hmm. and then you'd know where the last ping was. Or our GPS would be consistently tracking that. Like, our communications have gotten so Let's much better. See. And so I feel like today... <laughs> I'd be interested to see when the last disappearance was because... Uh, there were two in 2015. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Late July 2015, two 14-year-old boys 
went on a fishing trip in their 19-foot boat. Despite the 15,000-square-foot nautical mile-wide search by the U.S. Coast Guard, the pair of boats, the pair's boat, was... Oh, wait. Okay, they found the boat, but the boys were never seen. Uh, okay. Off the coast of Bermuda. Again in 2015, the SS El Faro, with a crew of 33 aboard, sank off the coast of the Bahamas within the Triangle on October 1st Hmm. of 2015. Dang. Um. Oh, there were some land incidents too. Yeah, I just don't feel like you hear about a ton of recent, like, crazy disappearances. Like, I feel like those were mostly in the past because right. we didn't quite have the technology to consistently track vessels. And oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Twenty seventeen. Four missing after a plane goes missing. Um, searched more than 8,200 square miles over 30 hours. Never found. Dang. Well, they did get some wreckage, but it's like one thing. Hey, I'm, but it's wreckage. I don't even know what that is. It's just this one red thing from the plane, hmm. they claim. Heck, that could have been from a different plane. We right. don't even know. I don't even know what that is, but yeah, that's what that's what gets me the most is the lack of stuff that is found in every one of these disappearances. Like, I'm sure there's somewhere they found stuff too, but then again, mm-hmm. there's so many. Like, I feel like the majority and the reason why this place is so famous is because there's no trace. Not even the fact that things disappear because that happens everywhere. Right. Just the no trace. Like, that's the craziest thing. Right. Like five planes. And then a six that was sent out. You're going to find something. A right. huge ship with 10,000 tons of metal. Right. And how many crew members were there? 30-something? Yeah. Well, you know what course they're on, too. That's the thing. It's right. Like, you know exactly, exactly where they started. Where you know exactly where they're going. Yep. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's fun to think of the crazy theories, like crazy death rays being shot out from underwater crystal <laughs> pyramids, but... The uh, the methane and three hundred and ten men were on that ship. Oh wow! Okay. Never found any bodies. Dang. Three hundred and ten men. And I'm, we only talked about what three instances or something like yeah. that. Oh, there's there are hundreds. We just you know obviously couldn't talk about all of them, right. and picked out some some of the most notable. Oh, should I share my really really crazy off the wall theory that I found that I shared with you earlier? Oh jeez, I guess. So apparently, a lot of people claim that they have heard gospel like songs coming from the Bermuda Triangle just before disaster strikes. And there's one man that would claim that this hints that the Bermuda Triangle is haunted by the souls of African slaves because this was a big area for the African slave trade route and that the African slaves are exacting their revenge and taking down ships in the area. So that's one of the more off-the-wall theories that I found. Definitely do not think that's true, but it's out there. It's floating around out there. So... Yeah, who knows? Well, yeah, that's the Bermuda Triangle. You got anything else on that? Um, 
not myself. I'm looking online to see if anyone's got some crazy theories themselves. Uh, we want to hear your theories, too. Yeah. Because this is just something that it's like doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, there's a couple books on this, actually, uh, from one certain author. Charles Berlitz. I don't know. I've heard that they're good books, fun reads kind of thing if you're into this stuff, which I am. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get an ebook or something or an audio book. It'd be fun to listen to. But um, man, I don't know. There's there. What what can we say about it? There's nothing. Right. So yeah, yeah. Crazy. That is, that is the Bermuda Triangle, similar to the Alaska Triangle in some ways, in a lot of ways. Except much more. Relevant? Pre- prevalent? Prevalent, Prevalent, yes. is that the word yes. I'm looking for? I had never heard of the Alaska Triangle yeah. before. Yeah, everyone so. knows the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, let us know your theories on it. Um, if you have any more information, any other types of causes, you know, shoot us an email, instant message, social, and yeah. Uh, should we get into some space news now? Yeah, sure. Um... I do want to say that we need to talk about Malaysian Flight 378. Oh, dude, that case is so crazy. That is nuts. There's so much more to that than people know. I know. Was that Bermuda Triangle 2, though? Um, I think it was, wasn't it? I don't think it was. It was on the other side of the world. That one But people say... says Some people have wondered if there's a connection between the Bermuda Triangle and the disappearance of Malaysian Flight, even though the jet went missing halfway around the world. Yeah, that case is. So but it's it's kind of the same vibe. Plane goes and it's just gone. Yeah. Bye bye. But yeah, we do need to do it. That would be a fun episode. That would be because there's so much. Um, yeah. Let's hear what you got for space news. All right. Um. Well, let's see here. What are you doing? Nothing. Um. <laughs> so there was a monster galaxy that apparently just died. What's a monster interest. galaxy? Apparently just a huge galaxy. Okay. So this has left scientists rather bewildered. Wait, was, wait, it just died? It just died. What does that mean? Like uh, it's just not there anymore? It just went dark. Like, you can't see it anymore. Bravo 6, it's going dark. That's um, that's a black hole right there. So, yeah, apparently this galaxy was productive. I don't know what that means. Maybe Ooh. throwing out new stars and things like that. New planets. Um, but... Over 12 billion years ago, it was ripe young. Um, it was a ripe young 1.8 billion years old only, about 12 billion years ago. And what? it was dubbed an ultra-massive galaxy, and then it just suddenly died. Just all of a sudden died. And it had a comparatively short lifespan of 13.8 billion years. Which what? How is that? Okay. Uh, yeah. I, it's right, not yeah. short. But uh, apparently it was churning out a mass of more than 300 billion suns before it was 2 billion years old. So that's insane. 300 billion suns is crazy. That's a lot of suns. And um, our, to put that in perspective, our Milky Way produces about one star a year. So, Wow, we're really slacking. We are. So that would be in 2 billion years, it would be 2 billion stars. This was 150 times more productive than our galaxy and bigger so 
pretty large. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, they don't know how, but it just suddenly died. This is and definitely got to be a black hole, right? Yeah, I would. But that's got to be a huge black hole oh, to yeah. just suddenly take down a galaxy. Um, and uh, Gillen Wilson of UC Riverside Department of Physics and Astronomy says the intergalactic blackout was particularly perplexing because very few galaxies have stopped forming stars and none were as massive as this galaxy, which was called XMM-2599. Why they have the worst naming scheme on the it's planet? Extra mega mega dash two five. <laughs> extra mega, mega mega. Extra mega mega. That's what it was. And extra began with an X. So ah, but yeah, just crazy. It just suddenly died. Um, they think that either it just stopped getting its own fuel or its black hole began to. Is there, is, is there a black hole at the center of every galaxy? Uh, I would think so. I know there's one at ours. Didn't we just recently discover a huge yeah, black hole at the center one. of ours? I would think so because it, wouldn't that be what... I mean, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> wow, thank you for that. But I think so, yes. Um, contrary to pro, uh, popular belief, I, am, I do not have a doctorate in astrology. That I, is not I, a popular belief. I am not a doctor. And I am not. We need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show. Oh, yes, we do. How I'll call him up. Cool, that would be. Call him up. NDT, as as those close to him referred to him. NDT. That's a terrible. NDT. Name. Well, I think Neil would be a you know. Yeah, NDT. That, yeah. Those of us who are close to him know how he likes to be oh, referred that's fair. to. Okay. I'll I'll give him a call. Thanks. I'll shoot him, shoot him a line and we'll get him on the pod. Yeah. He'll make time for me. He and I go way back. Back to the day when, uh, you know what I'm done. I don't You're know still going on. <laughs> I was just waiting to see it how long dead. you would go. It was dead before it began. It was, yeah, it was but you dead. kept going. I was impressed I that you're keeping with it. <laughs> you know when you get into a lie so deep that you just have to keep digging the hole? And My yeah. favorite's when you're like arguing with someone and halfway through you realize they're right. You're just like, <laughs> oh, wait a second. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Um... But yeah, so this galaxy just died, and that's they don't know why. Which is crazy, because it's big. Large. Thick. Thick. Meaty. Meaty. It was a meaty. Girthy. Galaxy. Girthy. Oh. Oh. Ugh. All yeah. right. So that's well. our space news. There's nothing really else going on right now. Like, Not much. Space Force got a logo. Yes. Oh, yes, it did. Go look it up. Starlink. Man. I think I might be a Tesla fanboy. Yeah? Because I mention it every single time. Well, Tesla, SpaceX. But SpaceX launched um, 60 Starlink satellites into space just recently. Hmm. Like a month ago, I think. Do um, you know what that is? The Starlink? Are they like super tiny satellites? I don't know. But they plan on covering the Earth in yeah. them so that there will be internet. They're going to provide internet. Yeah. So... We'll see how that goes. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. But people are afraid that they're going to be too many. Like, so it will, it will interfere with stargazing and astronomy and stuff like that. Are they that big? Well, no, but there's... I mean, they launched 60, and that was like their third load. Um, hmm. And they have lights on them. Yeah, true. And they have reflective surface, surfaces. I think, he, I think Elon Musk said that he was going to do something to try to fix that but 
Who knows? Well, that's kind of cool, though. Everyone will get internet. Yay. Interesting. I need better internet. Oh, dude, get this. Apparently, in November, NASA posted a photo of galaxies seeming to fight each other. Ooh, that's neat. We got intergalactic boxing matches going on out that's there. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's all I got for space news, and space is still cool. Keep your eyes out for UFOs, because they're out that, there. You say that every time. Space is, cool. is still cool. I mean, it is cool. There's just not tons of new news right now. See, I think that astronomers are discovering new things every day. And if you were the one discovering it, it'd probably be like, man, that was flipping cool. But then you release it and the public's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, so, I saw something the other day. Not the other day. It was like a month ago. But it was like a thing saying, scientists may have discovered a new planet. I was like, that's pretty standard stuff nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine 100 years ago, you'd be crapping yourself yeah. if you found a new planet. Um, you know what? Donate to the Do Fund so we can fund a telescope for the podcast. Ooh, that would be awesome, dude, dude. I would love to get a telescope. How much are telescopes? You can find cheap ones for a hundred bucks, but I would. Not I want, want to be to able to see one. Jupiter, yeah, in good detail. Yes, I want to see the moon. I but you can see the moon already. I don't know. What is wrong know. with you? I don't know what's wrong with me right now. I just... Well, that's all I got. Um, we'll be back with you sometime <laughs> soon, unless you have more right now. But nope, I got nothing. I think this is just a, a. It's going downhill real fast. Yeah, no, yeah, we're done. But we thank you for guys for listening. Let us know what you think. Yep. We'll post this stuff on Instagram and maybe something else. All I know how to use is Instagram. We'll figure I'll out post the other on ones. Facebook and Twitter. Have you posted anything on that Twitter yet? Dude, that Twitter, I hate posting on Twitter because you can only put like a hundred letters. You, you, you don't need any more than that. Okay, fine. I'll post on Twitter. Um, yeah, we'll get it posted. Facebook, I like posting on Facebook the best. Just because you can post whatever the crap you want on there. Yeah. As much Share with your friends. Yeah. And have a lovely... <laughs> that's what you came up with well, after I was like, like five seconds i was trying to think like have a lovely week like we'll have another episode out next week but i know that's not true <laughs> hey you never know we might um have a lovely month but i mean like that's way too long Here's the thing i'll be graduating in like three months so then i will have so much time to podcast hopefully you've been saying that for a long time well I'm not graduated yet, and I'm working. We said that about so. winter break, and we didn't. I didn't even see <laughs> or hear from you winter break. Yeah, winter break. Yeah, no, you yeah, were just it was, gone. It was fun. It was a, a good break. But, yeah, this will be my last semester of school. Then I will be out of that school and have more time. So, so as for his graduation gift, you guys need to share with your friends and donate to the Dufon. Yes, that would be a great gift. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Have a great life. Uh, I hate that one even more. Have a great day.